Hi, everyone. Mitch from PickDogs.com. We've got the full crew here with me. Got Chris Ruffalo, Al McMorty, Ron Romanelli, Brian Pittler, and Jovan Burtz. And who knows who's going to show up late. Um, but uh, usually someone does. But uh, we've got a full crowd. Of course, last day before the Major League Baseball All-Star break. Um, are they doing the ESPYs this year during the uh, All-Star break? I mean, you want to talk about the most insignificant event in, that there is. Let's find, like, the most worthless crap. And maybe if we stick on a day that there's absolutely nothing, people watch that instead of Married at First Sight. You got no chance, you know, against – it's like Married at First Sight here uh, for me on, uh, on Wednesday. Um, there'll be no uh, there'll be no ESPYs. Anyways. I don't, I don't like any award show, honestly. That's just me. Well, got uh, Chris Ruffalo, the birthday boy here. Chris, happy birthday. Oh, thank you. I appreciate How much, it. What kind of cake was it this year? Honestly, I I don't know. It's probably waiting for me when I get home, so I'll have to, I'll have to keep you updated on that one. All right, I'm interested. We got Al McMorty <laughs> turned down $440 million from the Washington Nationals to be here today. Figured, well, he needs at least four forty one. Um, I don't know how Soto could possibly make ends meet off four forty. to be honest with you. And it's like, oh, but if he holds out for the new TV deal, he'll get more money. I got news for you. If four forty doesn't do it for you, you got bigger problems than money can solve. Um, that's all I got to say. And it's like, there's something to be said about you know, I'm, I'm, believe me, I'm a risk taker, right? I love taking the, the big dog and, you know, taking the big risk and all this sort of stuff. I mean, I am, I, I make big bets, right? I mean, that's what I'm known, I'm known for, but I don't know. 440, bird in the hand, guaranteed money. What do you think, Al? You know, um, if he, if he thinks that money's always going to be there, then, take a risk i don't know I, I i don't like to spend someone else's money so i let them make their own decisions is the way i look at it well ron romanelli here with us of rundown fame a lot of people think that ron <laughs> should have a um just a full free pick open line um hotline where you can just call ron and you know throw in a <laughs> podcast maybe you know another show and uh you know actually start his own television network on top of it all ron <laughs> uh any any of these things in in the future for you because uh that your audience seems to think that you can be everywhere for everyone um at once and uh do it all for free um <laughs> well i think i need to get a new car first because right now i'm carless so um but yeah i mean it, the, <clears throat> the rundown the uh Bittler calls them the romanelli x right uh they're in full force you know they uh I, 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 sometimes I'm speechless with them, so I, I guess I got no words. But I, I definitely uh, appreciate their support. <laughs> you, you, you give them, you give them an inch, <laughs> take a mile. <laughs> Brian, yesterday was the anti bitler day. It was um, 14 favorites and a dog. <laughs> Not I tell you what I, I say that this is my worst day of the year. This is that was probably one of the three worst days of the year that I've, I've had. I've lost all my free picks. I lost my premium picks, and my YouTube premium was one and two. So I had about as bad of a day as you could possibly have. So, well, but we, I'm here. I didn't yeah, take the day. Of course, you know, you, you don't you don't get the uh, the capper flu or, you know, any of that stuff. You just keep showing up. No no taking a pass um, today. I am upset, though. I'm in a bad mood. Yeah, it's like you don't have to like you don't have to like losing, but at least you show up. You know, it's yeah. like you don't make up some excuse, you know, about, you know, food poisoning. You know, I was out late and something. I drank too much. Yeah, I can't food, make it to food, food poisoning. No, it's, food poisoning always good. 
Jovan is here with us. Jovan, uh, the Red Sox did not show up yesterday, 14-1 in the Bronx. It was uh, not a good day for them, but uh, it's always the beauty of baseball is 162 games. They all count the same. And, uh, Chris Sale back in the fold today. Red Sox probably going to have to make some moves here if they want to contend, or they've got to be resigned to saying, you know what, it's not going to happen. I know you've been critical of Red Sox ownership. What do you think um, is going on here? Uh, not spending money, not <clears throat> not spending money where where it needs to be spent. Um, trying to you know get it on the cheap with um with you know retreads, re- uh, retreads. Um, you know on the pitching staff, uh, you know just not doing what it takes to win the. They'll put up. They'll put together a competitive team. Um, you know, for to save face, but as far as putting a, putting together a championship team, this is this is this isn't a championship caliber team. They'll make the playoffs, or they should make the playoffs. You know, um, or they could fall flat on their face. Who knows? But they put together a squad that's good enough to make the playoffs, and then you know everything else is gravy for 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 ownership right now. That's how I see. That's how I see it. Well, if. If yesterday was uh, anti-Bittler day, it was Al Nino's day. Um, all the favorites, you know, hitting on the board and all those, a lot of those um, big run lines with negative odds that Al loves so much um, paid. So, uh, you know, it wasn't, I guess the, the, at a certain point, the beatings have to cease and uh, yesterday was your day. Um, what do you think? Yeah, I was on, I was on the one dog that came through too, though. So, you know, I'll take a little credit for that one as well. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, favorites looked good matchups looked good yesterday. So that was some, some really well-priced favorites too. I thought, I mean, uh, a couple overpriced ones as well, but, uh, I actually stayed away from those big favorites yesterday, but, um, <clears throat> but yeah, it was a pretty good day for me. Anyways. Well, we've got plenty of games today um, in action, and uh, you know every every well, not the Angels and the Dodgers. Why aren't the Angels and Dodgers playing today? Which is weird, right? Angels flew the white flag; they gave up. They're giving up this. <laughs> uh, they were doing that that two game interleague stuff, yeah. and they didn't want to carry it over for another day or something. Yeah, but it's weird on a Sunday to not have a. Oh no, I know. Um, yeah, to not have. Um, to not have games, right? It's just yeah. a strange no thing. No Sunday night baseball game either tonight, just the four o'clock games. Yeah, which makes it sort of like that game got canceled or something, right? Yeah. It, it, it kind of feels <laughs> well, like I'm, it. I'm glad we don't have the West End on primetime. Well, we've got plenty of other games of teams that want to play. We call them the non-Tampa Bay Lightning teams. We've got the Kansas City Royals against the Toronto Blue Jays. The Washington Nationals taking on the Atlanta Braves. And uh, that one was a, a big-time uh, sweated-out moment for a lot of people yesterday, taking the Braves at that minus 150 run line or whatever it was. And then they, the game stops for several hours in the uh, eighth inning with the Braves comfortably ahead. And then you've got Shane Bieber minus 230 against the Tigers, who the Guardians... Well, they've been beating the living crap out of this series. Ruflo, who do you like? 
For me, I'm going to go with that over nine in that uh, Kansas City-Toronto matchup. Chris Bubik, you know, for me, has been pitching, you know, as bad as his numbers would indicate. So I think Toronto can get to him for a few runs here, but I don't expect Jose Barrios to get out unscathed either. He has been pitching better at home, but uh, I think the Royals can scratch off a few here. I love that game to get into double digits. And I'm going to take Detroit's team total under. We've already seen um, the Tigers get shut out twice in three games in this series. And batting a league worst, 196 against right-handed pitching on the road this season. I think they're going to struggle with Shane Bieber here. I'm looking for a low-scoring uh, Tigers output here. So give me the Detroit team total under. How about you, Big Al? Well, I think great minds think alike. I'm sort of thinking along the same lines as um, Chris here. You know, I'm looking at the Toronto-Kansas City game, but I'm going to look at the run line instead of the uh, total. I I look at what Toronto's done since firing Charlie Montoyo. They've scored, uh, they've won three out of the four games, and in those three wins, they've scored eight, eight, and six runs. And this coming from a team that never scored six but, or more runs in the well, last can we can we talk games. about who they played in those games? You know, too. I mean, I, I, we, we can. I mean, we can talk about anything know, really. I mean, we could talk about you know winning games, but they're, but they're also like, playing one of those teams today. So, right, but they, I mean, but it's they, not, it's not, it's not, it's not like they're going up against. Oh, I understand, you know, but if you bet the, if you bet them every single one of those games, you still have lost money. You know, no, 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 that's no, that's no, the I, issue I, here. I, 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 but I'm only, but all that matters is whether or not they win today. Anyway, it doesn't I, matter about those games, of course. But so, you know, anyway, as I was trying to say, they've, you know, their offense is coming alive finally after not scoring six more runs over eleven straight games in the last eleven of Montoyo's tenure, and then you take a look at. Jose Barrios and how he's done at home this year. They've won all eight of his home starts. And his ERA at home is 3.40 this year, much better than his road ERA. As Chris alluded to, you know, Chris Bubik's, you know, been dreadful this year, one and six with a, I think, a 6.75 ERA. So I like Toronto here and I like the minus, you know, the one and a half runs at minus $1.55. Romanelli, is it Bubik or Bubich? Because I thought it was Bubich. And because I've been doing son of a boo bitch bit on our on our regular morning show <laughs> but it could be what up chris boo bitches right as well because i know ruffalo likes that I, I, I had assumed it was boo bitch but i deferred to chris's pronunciation and just went with Bubich, pretty, sure pretty sure it's pretty sure i'm Bubich. pretty sure it's boo bitch as well but i'll I'll, um, go, I'll go with you guys majority rules yeah son of I a boo bitch when, sure when he loses to... son of a boo bitch when he wins what up boo bitches but um yeah, in this slot, I like the Atlanta Braves to get another win and run line cover. I just think, even though we don't know who the starter is officially for the Nationals, um, Washington's is just in a really bad spot. Their bullpen has been overworked lately. Um, obviously, they don't have a starter listed, so they could be going with a bullpen yet a, a bullpen game yet again, which is not going to be good. Um, you look at projected WAR; the Nationals' bullpen's ranked uh, 29th in the league right now. So, one of the weaker bullpens in the league that's been overworked. The lineup's not really doing much, and you've got a lineup in Atlanta that has arrested Ronald Acuna Jr. in it, and a team that's just been hitting home runs left and right. And you got Spencer Strider on the mound, who's been one of the more exciting young pitchers in the league, striking out a ton of batters, 2.56 ERA this season. This is a really bad spot for Atlanta. I expect them to be big favorites when the line comes out, and I think you lay extended run line here, two and a half, three and a half runs. 14 in a row versus the National League for the Braves. Brian? 
Uh, on this slot, it was just a great slot. Uh, I hate to disagree with my favorite handicapper in the world, somebody look up to Big Al, but I'm going to have to take the Kansas City Royals. I'm going to take plus two and a half here because only, I think it's minus 110. Uh, you've seen the Royals be competitive with the Blue Jays in two out of the first three. Uh, beating him one of those times, and uh, Barrios has pitched better recently, but he's not a guy that I trust at minus 335. I just think this is a one-run shootout here, and I'll take the I'll take the two and a half here. And the Blue Jays also at home 18 and 30 on the run line, so here you're getting an extra run. So I'll take the two and a half. If Toronto wins 6-4, we're both happy, Brian. Exactly. Hey, that'd be great. That'd be perfect. I'll take it. Jovan. Yeah, I'm going to run with the Braves like I did yesterday on the extended run line, two and a half. You know, the Washington's just in a bad way. And when <laughs> your, your team that's down bad like them, you just got to uh, fade them. Um, you know, going up against just clearly the better team. I'm also going to take the over in the KC Royals and Toronto Blue Jays game. Um, see a similar game to yesterday where both teams were able to, you know, put produce some runs. Um so, you know, that's why I'm at with it. Al Nino's coming off of Al Nino's day. <clears throat> yeah, I'm going to have to go with uh, with the Blue Jays uh, Royals game to go over. I'm pretty sure it's Bubic. Yeah, it looks like it's a Croatian name. Those uh, usually are pronounced uh, itch at the end. So uh, I'll take our boy Bubic and... Uh, and the Blue Jays bullpen to help us get over this total. All right. I like the Royals in this one against the Blue Jays. I like Bubich here in this spot. There's no way in the world I would lay that kind of money with Jose Barrios. It's called dead money. If you do that, it's, uh, he is not a minus 350 pitcher, and I don't care. Um, what he is i like the first five over i like the yes runs first inning i like the royals team total over as well in this game um just i just i don't see too it good to be true it, it is too good to be true it is they're giving away giving away money in in that one with the royals that 17 and 28 record on the road I'm telling you it's, it's better than it looks on paper i also like shane bieber today against uh Against the Tigers, I don't care what Nino says. Got the Yankees and the Red Sox. We've got the Rays and the Orioles. What a game that was last night, right? I mean, what a series this has been. And then you've got the Marlins against the Phillies. And uh, Aaron Nola trying to look like the Nola he was a few years ago. Chris, what do you think? Yeah, I like this time slot a lot, but I think my best uh, play here is going to be the over seven and a half runs uh, between the Red Sox and Yankees. You know, we've seen the last six games between these two go over, and while I don't expect it to be as one-sided today as uh, as it was on Saturday, I think, uh, you know, the Red Sox can get to uh, Garrett Cole here. They've got him to a 7.20 ERA in two starts against him this season, uh, but I expect the Yankees to do some damage off of Chris Sale and the Boston bullpen as well. So give me the uh, over seven and a half there, and I also like the Baltimore Orioles, like you said, it's been a great series, and I think uh, they're, they're still giving us some value here. So give me the, the Orioles in that one. You know, Mountcastle's a guy I've, I struggle to figure him out. It just seems that he disappoints, 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 and then a game like last night, he, he makes the big hit with two outs, you know, after, after the lousy pop fly, made it look like the Rays were maybe out of the inning, and then all of a sudden, the big hit, both runs score, and the Orioles continue on with the good vibes. Big Al, what do you think? 
Well, you know, Chris just touched upon the fact that uh, Garrett Cole, you know, hasn't really gotten out the Red Sox hitters this year. Um, he's made two starts versus them, and he's given up, I think, eight runs in 10 innings. But if you look at his career also, it's, he's really not had much success against Boston in his career, 4.68 ERA in 14 starts. Conversely, Chris Sale in 19 starts has a 3.16 career ERA versus the Yankees. And yes, New York did win those two games that uh, Garrett Cole pitched against Boston this year, both by identical 6-5 scores. And so that leads me to what I'm going to do here. I'm going to take Boston plus one and a half runs with Chris Sale and take that at minus $1.10 or $1.20. I heard Juan Soto said that if Cole got nine years at $324 million, then 10 year, or 15 for 440 is an insult um, to, to him. That's, uh, like that's maybe he's maybe he's thin skinned. I don't know. That's what he was. That's what he said. I mean, you know, I'm like you. I mean, I, I'm I'm sort of risk averse. I mean, if it was me, I would be taking the money and running. Take the but. money, man. It, I mean, who knows what's going to happen tomorrow? I mean, and 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 you know, and I, we don't get into politics, world economy, or any of those things. But I mean, has anyone filled up their gas tank lately? It's like who the heck knows what's going to happen tomorrow. You know, yeah. it's like, it is, uh, it's like 440 is, say, say he gets, what's he get? I mean, this is like Bryce Harper when he turned down the money, right? It's like, so what's he going to get? 480, you know, is that going to make a difference to him? Is that going to make any kind well, of material yeah, difference it, it, in yeah, your life? But it, it, it might make it to his agent. I mean, who knows? Maybe because his agent then says, well, I signed the biggest deal ever and I got, you know, so he gets more players in the future because his 10% at 48 million, 44 million. Oh my God. I just, I think we should just have a, a cry a river party for him on it. You know, it's like, cause I, I, I don't get it. I don't, I don't get it. I don't get maybe it. Maybe he doesn't want to play in Washington. Maybe that's no. He he wants to play. Um, he he wants to play in Washington. And now they're going to trade him, and hopefully they trade him trade him to somewhere really lousy. But I know where he's going. I I have a, I have a hunch as to where he's going to go. Are you going to let us know? Sure, Texas Rangers. They're mm. always the guys to pick up this guy, right? Whenever there's a guy that has like that. He needs to have more money than God. <laughs> Texas Rangers is the team that always picks him up. They paid Alfonso Soriano $30 million a year. Obviously, they have a pretty open checkbook. If you can do that, well, you know, it pretty much tells you. I and mean, where is he going to go? To the Cubs? Do you think they're ever going to sign another Jason Hayward type deal ever again after the debacle last time? I don't see it. So it's like there's only a few teams that are going to pay that. The Yankees are kind of outside of doing that these days. If you give this guy that kind of money, well, then what's Judge going to want? Because he's up for another contract. They got him on a short term now. But what's he going to want if you give this guy $500 million? He's going to want a billion. And, um, you know, and you're going to have to give it to him because you can't let him leave. It's basically like trading, like letting Mickey Mantle walk. If you do that. So, I mean, there's no, there's only limited options here. He can't go to Anaheim because they've already got 30 million a year on the books for Rendon trout, another 30. They got Otani there. They can't afford another, you know, 40, $50 million guy. Where's he going to go? It's gotta be Texas. It's the only place that fits, fits the mold. It is the only team 
maybe the Mets, but they've got tons of money wrapped up as well. Scherzer, Lindor makes big money, you know? It's like, I don't think they'll trade him within the division if they can get him to Texas, ship him off to Texas. That's where he's going. Anyways, mark it in your books. Mitch said it. I don't, th- I don't hear a lot of disagreement here either. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> what do you guys think? Does that make sense or am I just talking a good argument? No, it's too bad the Marlins aren't willing to pay a player like that because they got the pitching prospects to deal no. What I'll say is a couple things. First of all, I know the ladies aren't complaining at home, but I think the screen is stuck on El Nino's on the YouTube. Oh, but, uh, sorry. <laughs> been, no, but um, regarding Soto, you know, although it's a lot of money in total that he's turning down, when you look at the average annual uh, payment that he's been getting per year, it's, it's less than a lot of the players currently, like Max Scherzer's contract. I think it's only about $29 million per year, which is obviously a lot of money. But compared to other players in the league, I think Juan Soto is eventually going to be the best player in baseball. That's just what I've seen. He's young. He's already accomplished. He's already won a ring. And I don't know him personally, so I don't know if he wants to go to a competitive team or if he just wants the money. But in terms of what he could get per year, he's definitely going to be able to get more per year. So turning it down right now From who? early in the From game. From who? From plenty of teams, Who? I think plenty. Of not, there's teams. not plenty of teams. Who? I think there are. And I think the Nationals can up their offer as well. No, but who? Yeah. Who are the plenty of teams? Who has I that kind of National? room? Who has I that kind of room? You just mentioned the Rangers. I think that wouldn't be. That's a bad one. Option. That's the only team that it fits. The only one. What are you getting? Other team. The other team. The other team that also picks up guys like this, and this would be what he deserves, is to go to Toronto. Have fun. They'll pay you in Canadian money. You enjoy yourself up there. That, that's the other place because there's nobody else that's going to – that's where they ship George Springer off to. What, you think the Minnesota Twins are going to come up with Correa money again? I doubt it, you know. It's like there's not enough teams out there that have that kind of money, and most of those teams that do have that kind of money are way invested. You, you can't – have a $280 million payroll. And the teams that can afford, if they sign him, that's what they're looking at. I still think teams would be able to move Who? players out of the way. I mean, Who? we don't know if the New York Yankees pass on Aaron Judge. and, and if Oh, my God. That will Listen. never happen. Never. We don't know what's going on with Aaron Judge. It's too early in the game for Juan Soto to sign a long-term contract with a team that started Paolo Espino yesterday. It's too early. Four hundred and forty million dollars. It's not enough in the terms in terms of the other contracts that have been signed in the major leagues. He's getting less per year than Max Scherzer, who's what age? Thirty-seven years old. Soto's twenty-three or twenty-two, and he's going to be one of the best outfielders in the league. He's going to be the next Mike Trout, in my opinion. You know Kendris I mean, Morales. Is, you never hear of a guy named Kendris Morales. You ever hear of him? Oh, yes, of course. All right. So Kendris Morales. Walk off home run. Yeah, the walk off <laughs> home run. Okay, Kendris Morales. How about um, what was the guy, the pitcher, Joel um, Zamaya? You ever hear of him? No. All right, Joel Zamaya had about a hundred twenty mile an hour fastball. Okay, this guy was like basically unhittable. He was a reliever on the Detroit Tigers. Injured his arm playing Guitar Hero. Never pitched again. I'm telling you, take the freaking money. You take the freaking money. It's like, there, it's like, someone says 440. You know what you say? I graciously accept your offer. You sign as soon as possible. 
You go on your merry way. There's there's, there's no, it's like. You yourself said you got to go for the big bucks. You go for the big hitters. 440, you know what you say? That's pretty good. Hey, it's like you go. It's like you it's, say thank you. You say thank <laughs> you very much. You it's like it's like you go. So you you go to the you go to the pancake breakfast. All you can eat breakfast, right? They've got the raffle for the, for the TV set, right? And and maybe you don't win the raffle to get the TV set, but you know what? You got a pretty damn good stack of pancakes. Oh, you take your stack, man. It's like that's what you do, man. It's like I, I think, and we're not we're not talking like we're not talking about. Oh, he's you know he's settling for you know eight million dollars a year or something. We're, we're talking four hundred and forty million. It's a fifteen-year contract. It's a fifteen-year contract. Yeah. You think That's he's gonna? Many. If you're gonna spend more than four hundred forty million in fifteen years, there's no contract in the world that's gonna cover you. Trust me on that. I think he can. Make I've that. seen. I've seen it come and go. You know, I've seen a lot of people have it come and go. There's nothing that's gonna cover it. Nothing. When you look at the other contracts around the league, I think there was a list of players. I think Trevor Bauer was on there. Francisco Lindor. I mean, Juan Soto. Is yeah, well, Bauer's not getting that money. Bauer's another guy. He's not getting well, that money. Yeah. But right? he still got the contract. Yeah, but he's not getting that money. But he waited out for the big contract. Francisco Lindor is not worth. I mean, he's having a good season. How many years was Bauer's contract? It w- certainly wasn't four forty. Sure, Lindor was a long time contract. Lindor was a long term contract, and it's going to hurt the Mets in the future. He's having a good season last uh, this year, but last year it was Lindor's it was contract is a hundred million dollars less than this one. Three forty one per year. Per year. Per year, Soto's very young. He's gonna be he's he's gonna be able to play for quite some time. Yeah, but why take it has fifty million. It, it's it's more per year, but it's fifty million. So that's five million a year in deferral. So actually, it's less money than this. It's actually less. Anyways, what do you like in this slot? Right. We'll talk about this more later. But um, I like the Philadelphia Phillies here. You look at Aaron Nola. You know, he's I, although he's struggling his last couple starts, I still think he's a better option. And when you look at the Marlins, I mean, they are just struggling offensively. They didn't score a run yesterday, I don't believe, and uh, the offense didn't do much the game before against Kyle Gibson. So I just don't see how they're going to be able to do much against Nola here. He's got a 2.61 ERA on the road. Trevor Rogers having a really tough 2022 season. I like the Phillies to win this game again. Ryan. I completely lost what I wanted to say in that long argument. Do you accept, but, do you accept your four hundred forty million? Do you, do you want? Yeah, I would personally take it, but I, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if the Boston Red Sox stepped up and you know. Maybe no chance. Somebody, no chance. They're not. In, they're out of this. The Red Sox are out of the spending business, and you're sitting right next to Jovan. He'll tell you. I would. I would. They're way out of the spending business. Way out. They are not in the spending business. If Mitch offers me a hundred million, I'll take it. I'll sign a lifetime contract. <laughs> Let me hundred million. <laughs> how how high can the check bounce? <laughs> <laughs> All right, in this I like the, games, I like the over. <laughs> I'm gonna say, nor, normally I take yes runs first inning with Trevor Rogers, but I'm gonna take no runs first inning with Rogers and Nola going at it. Uh, and then Baltimore Orioles and Tampa Bay Rays. I'll take the Orioles. This line kind of looks like they're sucker me in to take ball into taking Baltimore. But uh, Lyles, my guy Jordan Lyles, is looking like he's starting to put it together. He's had some nice starts. I just think the price for Kluber is a little bit high. Orioles, 9 out of 10. They've won. I'll take Baltimore here. How about you, Jovan? Yeah, I'm um, going to take a shot with the Red Sox in this one. 
for the outright win. It's it goes against some some of the numbers. Um, you know, Yankees versus lefties recently. Uh, they've 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 cracked ass. No, but um, I just think that the Red Sox can't afford to lose this game and go three games above 500. You know, so I'm gonna take a shot with them at at plus money with Chris Sale on the mound. Um, Red Sox will get should get to Garrett Cole, and you know once it's left to the bullpens, all bets are off. You know, so I'm gonna roll with the Red Sox, and I'm gonna roll with um. I'm going to roll with the Baltimore Orioles. Jordan Lowe's overall numbers aren't good, but recently his numbers um, are stellar. I believe a 1.93 ERA in his last three starts, so I'm going to roll with, roll with um, them. Uh, I like their timely hitting, um, you know, in their, in their winning streak, uh, which got snapped a couple of days ago, but they went back on the um, winning, their winning ways yesterday, so I'm going to roll with them. So there's some comments here about my um, about my little rant here and about, you know, oh, he wants to play for a better team, whatever. He didn't demand a trade. He didn't say pay me or trade me or none of those things. The Nat- he rejected the, the money and the national said, fine, we're going to start chopping you. That's, that's how this story laid out. He didn't go and say, I want to play for a better team than the Nationals, who just won the World Series a couple of years ago, which is a lot more recently than the Yankees or the, or the Red Sox yeah, or, 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 or most of those teams. The organization is done for quite some time. One of the best builders of teams, that assembling of that team, including getting him, was one of the greatest assembling of teams you will ever see in the history of assembling teams. So I think when you have that kind of organization, they had some salary issues, they had some money issues. And, um, you know, I think when you have that, you have to dance around. Sometimes it's called you got to pay the piper because they needed to do what it, it took to get over the top. They did that. They got Scherzer. They, they, they had choices to make. They paid Strasburg. I don't know if, he was the, if it was the right thing to do, but at the same time, he was the guy that, <clears throat> when the chips were on the table, he was the guy that put the trophy in the trophy case. I, I have no problem with that. You know, he, he, he at least has delivered the one World Series, which is more than we've seen in, in most of these other cities that we're talking about. So, but at the same time, you know, he's not, he, I wouldn't say, you know, just because they're lousy this year doesn't mean, you know, they're going to be lousy for a very long time. I mean, this is a team uh, that, you know, certainly has, you know, you look at, you know, the Adam Eaton trade, you know, and you say, well, that was a bad trade, right? But you, you look at the trade that they got Soto on, you know? Well, I mean, they have big time contracts right now with Strasburg, like you mentioned, and Patrick Corbin. Their organization's in trouble for quite some time. And when, you, when you're Soto and you're playing this well, you, you, who knows where he's going to sign, and we'll have to see what the end contract is. But if he takes less money to go to a better competitor, then I think the conversation changes from he's a money hungry guy to he just wants to win. So I wouldn't, you know, I don't. Nobody knows Soto or his agent personally, so I don't think we can speculate. But I would say that he's still getting less money per year than a lot of the stars in the league. And if I was him, I would take the four hundred forty million. But you know what? I can't blame him because he's. I think he's the next big talent in the league. Washington, Washington D.C., the number nine TV market in the country. Al Ninos, what do you got to say about this slot? Yeah, uh, pretty interesting slot. But I think my uh, favorite play will be on um, the um, the Phillies and Marlins to go over the total. 
Nola's got pretty good numbers. He's been getting hit a little bit lately. And, uh, well, Rodgers, he's Trevor Rodgers. So I think the Phillies are good for a few runs here. All right. I like I like the uh, the Red Sox in that one, Chris Sale. I like the early um, first five um, Red Sox. I like the Yerfy, which has been straight money at Yankee Stadium, too. That one, and um, let's see what else was in that slot. Lost my lost my train of thought. I just don't understand. 440. Take the freaking money. How hard is that? How, how hard is it, you know? It's like, my God. I also um, I also agree with what Brian said about that Phillies Marlins game. I think Trevor Rogers shows what he's worth, and maybe he's the guy. I think he's going to be the guy that gets traded from this Marlins pitching staff as they start to go out and grab some bats. I think yesterday it was kind of you know, a message to some of these pitchers saying, you know what, we know this guy had a rough start, but you know what, we got we can wheel him out of the. We got so many pitchers, and it's like we're going to be able to wheel and deal. Anyways, Chris Ruffalo, what are you selling on your birthday? Well, today I got my $15 pickoff play again. We got back on track. Now eight of the last nine we've hit and uh, hoping to make it nine to ten going into the all-star break. So I got that $15 play. Or it's also part of my Sunday Slam Major League uh, three-pack, uh, 40 bucks at Pick Dogs Premium. Al? Uh, yesterday we won our... Uh, MLB division game of the month on the Yankees, although I wish we could have taken 12 of those runs and moved them over to Sunday. But, um, you know, it was a good day yesterday. That was our fifth straight winner looking to um, rebound off a poor start to July. Today I've got my underdog of the month. We cashed our underdog of the month in June on the Astros over the Yankees, so don't miss my top dog for July. It uh, goes today. Romanelli, is your package today $440 million and one cent? Is that, is that, is that, <laughs> Listen, that I think I take one million dollars uh, for sure. But now today, uh, July's also been a pretty tough month for me. And uh, but we got back in the green yesterday with the winners, so hopefully do the same to end the first half of the season. My fifteen dollar MLB best bet. How about you, Brian? Uh, I'm gonna get out of this two day funk that I'm in. I got my best bet just uh, for a special price over at PickDogs.com Premium Picks. But also, this is the week to get the year pass. I got it just nine ninety nine ninety nine breaks down to two dollars seventy three cents a day. So if you're into a good deal, make sure you check that out. Christmas in July, Jovan. Yeah, I got a three pack. Um... No, show me the money Sunday three pack. Also have the laser show, um, and a couple other uh, single plays. So, you know, went three and zero yesterday. I'm heating up. Um, last week, uh, eleven to six. You know, good plus money. So, you know, just um, trying to trying to put it together. Alinius. I got uh, my three-pack. I got my uh, best bet as well that's uh, included in that three-pack, but I got that sold separately if you just want one big bet. And, uh, yeah, as I always, uh, get on the long-term passes for an even better deal. And, yeah, I will be uh, making all my uh, Christmas and July specials right after the show. Obviously, I can't do anything for the people that bought, like, the yearlies and stuff like that. The All-Star break is just part of part of the mix. But if you bought a weekly or a three-day pass and you bought it over the last day on Thursday, please email me Wednesday night or Thursday morning 
and I will extend your package. Don't email me like in a week after the fact or something like that and expect me to remember it, but, um, or do the math on figure out how many days I add. But if you have like, if you bought a weekly pass over the weekend, I know a lot of people did and you know, three day passes and stuff, just not knowing, um, cause a lot of our cappers have been hitting. So a lot of people doing that. So just hit me up, Mitch at pickdogs.com. I have my big play today. Um, I have a lot of other plays for people that are long-term subscribers. So uh, see if we can hit some winners, which is always more fun than losing. Anyways, Houston Astros up against the A's. It's always tough to follow Verlander, probably like following, you know, Elvis or something, you know. And you got uh, the Twins against the White Sox. The, earlier, the White Sox were the dogs here, but now it looks like they're favored with Dylan Cease on the mound against Chris Archer. And then the Cubs and the Mets, and the Cubs really kind of, um, you know, it, the, the Mets kind of the, yesterday, both games kind of dangled that carrot in front, of the, in front of the Cubs, and just when the Cubs tried to get it, they kind of just kept pulling. That was the story of my life yesterday in a game, game one. Just... Uh, Close, but not good enough. So Brian making it too easy for him. Not going to say anything on that on that thing. But we'll let Chris Ruffalo have the have the floor for this birthday. <laughs> What's up, Chris? Mm. Oh, I'm probably going to go with the, the New York Mets here in a bit of a shocker play. But uh, for me, the Cubs again, you know, falling flat on their face, and you know they did show some fight. I'll, I'll give the Cubs that. But at the end of the day, showing fight doesn't matter in the win loss column and going to the betting window. So. Uh, I'm going to take the New York Mets there. David Peterson, solid option for the Mets. And uh, there's not an Adrian Sampson fan. So give me the uh, the Mets in that one. Big out. Sorry, I was on mute. I'm, okay. um, you know, it's, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to take the New York Mets here and go against the Cubs, you know, off those two um, extra inning losses last yesterday. You know, that's now nine straight games. The two teams have almost mirror opposite records, you know, uh, 58 and 34 uh, for the Mets, 30, what is it, 34 and 57 for the Cubs. Cubs have been dreadful as a home underdog, 22 and 46, their last 78. So, you know, it's in David Peterson. I think he's been, you know, pitching really well this year. Um, been a bright spot in the rotation. So I'm going to take the, the Mets minus dollar 30. I think the price is way too cheap. Romanelli, you know I'm a known Cub hater, but I, I tell you this, Nico Horner is a pretty good player. I would take him on my team any day of the week. <laughs> yeah, he is pretty solid. He was a big-time prospect, but kind of didn't pan out. He's but fast, right? To, fast. Oh, yeah, one of the fast, fastest man. players. Yeah. Fast. But, yeah, he was a big-time prospect, I think, with the White Sox. Or, I'm not sure, actually. Maybe he might have just stayed with the Cubs, but... Um, yeah, he's, he's starting to pan out a little bit. But in this uh, time slot, I do like the Astros here. I know it's a big price, and um, you're going to have negative odds on the run line most likely. But Jacob Rizzi pitched really well against this Oakland A's team, and I mentioned on the rundown he was able to strike out a lot of batters in that one, seven Ks in seven innings. And Rizzi is his best when he's missing bats. He's just not a pitch-to-contact guy. He hasn't had success doing that. When he had his best year in, in Minnesota, it was because he struck out a ton of batters. And if he can continue missing bats like he did last time out, I think he'll have a lot of success in the second half of the season for Houston. He's got his ERA at 3.38 this year, so pitching well overall, and I think going up against Aller in the A's bullpen, a good spot for the Astros' bats to do some damage. I like the Astros here, land the one and a half. 
right? Yeah, if I would have been able to get this White Sox line in earlier, it'd definitely be a premium play for me. I love uh, even at minus 130 where it's sitting now. Dylan Cease has been a stud for the White Sox. And Archer, he'll give you four or five strong innings. This is his first start back off the IL. I just think the White Sox are a team that you're going to have to watch in the second half. And if you get them at a decent price, I think you jump on them. So even on the road where they, they have played better baseball on the road this year. Anyway, long story short, White Sox money line might be the best play of the day. Joe Bond. Yeah, I'll echo um, Brian's uh, sentiments on that. Um, White Sox, decent price. Got Dylan Cease on the mound. They should um, win this one. Uh, Also, like the Mets-Cubs under, that was actually supposed to be a premium play, but I forgot about putting it in, so I'm just going to give it out as a free pick. Um, Cubs can't hit lefties. Cubs can't hit righties. Cubs just can't hit, um, and I think Adrian Sampson should do just well enough, for, you know, to hold them uh, Mets bats down. So I like Don in this one. Cubs no outs, runner on third yesterday in uh, top of the tenth inning and uh, or bottom of the tenth inning, and uh, yeah, Adam Odovino shuts him down, <laughs> strikes out the side. <laughs> Oh, that is uh that is when things are running bad. Think about Adam Odovino when he misses the plate. Man, does he miss the plate? Yeah, I, I, you, you know, you figure he's gonna probably throw one to the screen, you know, in that situation. Anyways, Al Ninos, what do you th- oh also I have I will say that umpiring game one of the Mets Cubs yesterday, worst strike zone I've ever seen. I mean, I I've I I say these things you know, from time to time. But I have to say, this was the worst I've ever seen was yesterday in that early Mets-Cubs game. It, it was just amazing to me, you know, um, the, the balls and strikes, the calling. Of course, uh, David Ross ejected early in that one. It was like both, I can't believe that both managers weren't ejected. It was, it was ridiculous. I mean, it's like, what are you even watching? Al Ninos, what were we watching? Sorry, I was uh, trying to get the dog out of the room. Yeah, but uh, I'm all for, I mean, I've uh, been for uh, automated strike zones for the longest time. I don't I mean, like the automated strike zone. I just say if a guy calls balls and strikes like that, you, you fire him. No, but I mean, it's, just, it's probably one of the hardest things to do in officiating all sports. They've been I mean, doing it for, doing... they've been doing it for a long time. I don't believe Ouch. in the box strike zone. I don't believe in that, but I think it's got to be somewhat close. I don't know. I think these guys, honestly, they're way too good, and it's not fair for them to be making the right decision on a 100-mile-an-hour pitch and then getting the wrong outcome for it. I mean, I mean, sure, the, the guys that get paid $440 million, uh, a year uh, might not need to worry about it so much because they'll get their next at bat, but that kind of stuff can cost someone's like career. I mean, if you're, you come up and you're a prospect or something, you take a good ball and you're called on a strikeout, that can affect someone pretty bad. I mean, it happens repeatedly too. I mean, it happened yesterday. And and then and not only that, but it can also affect the outcome of the games, obviously too, which is uh you know maybe more important to us. And uh, again, I just think when you make the right decision like that, you got to be rewarded for it, and not leave it up to an umpire and how he's feeling, whether he wants to go home early or if he thought it was. Well, it was game one of a doubleheader. He wasn't going anywhere. Just, I don't know. <laughs> What was going on? And what are you liking these games? 
Yeah, sorry. Uh, a couple different angles, but I think my best bet will probably have to be on the on the White Sox here. Pretty tough matchup, but again, I do think they have the edge on the mound with uh, Dylan Cease. Uh, Archer hasn't been uh, hasn't been too bad lately, but he hasn't been going too deep into games either, and uh, going to be his first uh, start of the month. So, so I like uh, I like Cease and the White Sox in this spot. I like the over in that Astros A's game with Adam Aller pitching. I'll tell you that much. I like that one. I like the Yerfi. <laughs> I like the Yerfi in that one. Anyways, let's go to our next set of games. Stephen Matz back on the mound here for the Cardinals up against the Reds. We've got the Rockies, Austin Gomber against the Pirates, who can't beat the Rockies to save their life. Then you got Texas against Seattle, Glenn Otto and Chris Flexen. The Mariners just finding a way. I mean, once again, it's like 13 games in a row, 13 heroes, right? Ruflo, what's up? Um, sorry to say, but I will probably have to cut out after this one. i got to run to the checkout in eight minutes. But uh, I will say I like the... Uh... The uh, Cincinnati Reds and uh, St. Louis Cardinals over the total of eight and a half. I think Graham Ashcraft, he's he's pitching well. He's capable of holding down the cards here. But uh, I think this is just one of those games that ends up being 5-4 once the bullpens have their way here. So give me the over eight and a half in that one. And uh, I like this. I lean towards the Seattle Mariner. It would, uh, would have been a premium play for me. But uh, I'm just a little bit concerned about Chris Flex and pitching on three days rest. But uh, the way the, the Mariners are playing right now, hard not to go with them, especially with Glenn Otto on the other side. So You don't think the Mariners, Mariners treat this sort of like a bullpen game? They could. I, I, I believe it's, they will. It's, yeah, probably. But I still think just the way the, uh, the the Mariners are playing, and even if it's more of a fade for me than of Glenn Otto than anything else, it's still you kind of got to ride it to the wheels fall off. Anything on San Francisco, time. Milwaukee, or San Diego, Arizona since you're leaving? Well, he cut out anyway. Al, what do you, <laughs> what do you got to say? He left. <laughs> They cut out his internet. <laughs> See you, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you, you know, I'm not in love with any of these games, but with a gun to my head, I'm going to take the home underdog Texas Rangers with Glenn Otto. Um, you know, I don't like to necessarily fade flexing in Seattle in this situation, but I, you know, between these of, of, of the six options in these three games, that's probably the best choice for me. So we'll take Texas uh, plus dollar twenty. Ron Romanelli. Yeah, this is a, a tough uh, part of the card. I, I think uh, I would lean towards the Cardinals laying the run line. Graham Ashcraft really struggling. Uh, 17 hits allowed his last two outings. Stephen Matz was struggling uh, when he was on the mound quite a, his first start since May 22nd, but the Reds haven't done very well against lefties, really, or righties, and I do worry quite a bit about that Reds bullpen in this game. So even though the Reds make it on the board a few times here, I think the Cardinals score plenty more. So I lean towards the over, but I like the Cardinals on the run line. Steven Matz. Ryan? I don't know what's going on with my good buddy Romanelli here. I'm a Romanelli act, but I would never lay that. I would Steven Matz on the mound. I mean, long term, this guy's not a good pitcher. Graham Ashcraft has been giving up singles. You like Matt, your Matt. Wait, pro Matz? I think long term, he's actually a solid pitcher. When you look at his yeah, XFIP at 2.99. I think right. the different, Mister. But go ahead. All right. I just I, I can't get into the Cardinals here. I think the Reds on the run line is where you want to be at. I think it's a one-run game that the Reds could steal in this one. 
just Stephen Matz to see maybe it's a price that's getting me into the reds here because I just don't see Stephen Matz at minus 170. And I, I love what Big Al said earlier on the Rangers also. But yeah, card uh, for me, it's the Reds plus one and a half. Reds hit uh, lefties significantly better than they hit righties. Jovan? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to run with um run with the Rockies in this one. Don't know who the pitcher is for the Pirates, but I don't really think it matters. They can't hit lefties. Austin Gomber, you know, although he hasn't pitched well this season, I expect him to pitch against these guys, you know, um, have a have a solid start. So, and I expect um, whoever they bring out on the mound that the Colorado Rockies could um, produce some runs against them. So I'll take the Rockies. Alvinas. Yeah, it looks like it's going to be uh, Bryce Wilson for the Pirates here. And uh, I got to agree with uh, Jovan. I got to go with the Rockies. I don't know the line, but uh, but I think they get the job done here. Yeah, I I can't I can't believe a flexing goes more than an inning or two in this game. To be honest with you, against the Rangers, I, I can't see it um, on three days rest that he's going to go deep into this game. I think you know, with it being the All Star break, and you know the team having the day off, we're going to see like a playoff style game where it's all hands on deck, and you're going to see pretty much everybody um, out there on the field for the Mariners in this one against the Rangers. Whatever it takes um, to keep it going, the Mariners, and of course striking position for the postseason here so um they're in right if the season ended they're in and um they, with the yankees playing the red Sox, with you know the blue jays stumbling with you know all these things this is this is the time these are the these are the ones that really count so i expect the mariners to leave it all out on the field today in that one against the rangers and uh, do whatever it takes not like the face in koufax and glenn Otto either that's for sure and um I don't care who's pitching for the Pirates. They can't beat the Rockies. They pretty much have shown us that time and time again. And got to disagree with Romanelli as well. Graham Ashcraft, he's beaten better than this. Um, Those teams, the odd thing is there hasn't been a bench-clearing brawl in this uh, series. Anyways, we go to our next set, final set of games for the day for 10 start. For Padres and the Diamondbacks. And then we've got the Giants and the Brewers. Nice way to end it with Logan Webb and Aaron Ashby. Brewers uh, coming off those losses against uh, in these spots have been straight money. This is like they have been doing it. According to the streak, there was one streak I saw this morning on our betting tools that talked about. Let's see if we could find it off the top of my head here. It's actually the run line, so it's only my, it's minus one sixty seven. But anyways, uh, Brewers, nah, Brewers Nerfy. That's all there is in that one. Anyways, Big Al, what do you think? I'm gonna take San Diego with Mike Clevenger here. Um, you know he, he's made thirty nine. Uh, he's had thirty nine appearances in daytime and seventy five at night. And his ERA has been more than a full run lower in his daytime appearances than in his night two point five three to three point six one. He had two starts against these Diamondbacks at the end of June. Pitched terrific. One run over uh, ten innings with uh, nine strikeouts and three walks. So I'm going to take San Diego minus a dollar fifty. Ron Romanelli. 
Yeah, I like the Giants a lot more when uh, Jason Alexander was the projected starter. But with Ashby in, I lean towards the under. Uh, the Giants can hit left-handed pitching, but I do think Ashby is somebody that I think will have a pretty good second half of the season. Logan Webb pitching well overall in 2022. Uh, but these are like my least two favorite games on the board. So I'll just take a small lean with the under in that Giants-Brewers. Brian? No, I agree with Romanelli. These are my least two favorite games on the board. If I had to pick one, it would be the under in the Padres and Diamondbacks. I just think Merrill Kelly can go seven, maybe eight strong for the Diamondbacks. And Clevenger, I think he bounces back from his last start and holds the Diamondbacks to maybe two runs or so. I'm going to take the under seven and a half. Jovan? Yeah, I'm going to take Arizona first five. Um, and that's a run line. Um, so you're getting you're getting on um, a half a run. Yeah, Merrill Kelly, he's pitched well his last three starts. Um and in his last sixteen innings versus the Padres, he's only given up uh, uh one run. So I'm a, I'm gonna roll with that. I I just think that it'll be either be a tie game or maybe Arizona be up by the end of five, so Al Ninos. Yeah, maybe at the end of five, but I'll look at the full game here and I'll go uh, Padres minus one for me. I think they're the the better team even without Tatis and uh, Clevenger's been pitching pretty well. I like the Brewers against the Giants. Just think it's going to be a low-scoring game. I think they squeak one out. Anyways, you go to our parlay section. Big Al, you parlaying them up today? (laughs) Celebrate the All-Star break. Uh, (laughs) Eight-team lock. (laughs) Only because I hate being a killjoy, so I'll do parlays. Um, Both run line plays, Toronto minus one and a half, and the Red Sox plus one and a half, or if you want to have... Uh, I'm yeah, the Red Sox plus one and a half, or if you want to have more fun, take Toronto minus 330 and the Red Sox plus $1.60. Romanelli. Yeah, a comment in the uh, live chat. Somebody wondered why I changed from the over to the under. And when there's a pitching change, it completely changes my opinion. So Jason Alexander, not good. Aaron Ashby, good. There you go. But uh, Atlanta Braves, minus two and a half. And the St. Louis Cardinals, minus one and a half. Two-team parlay. Right. For me, I'm going to go with uh, two teams that I'm going to keep an eye on in the second half. The Chicago White Sox on the money line, Baltimore Baltimore Orioles money line in the two-team parlay. Jovan? Yeah, I'm going to roll with this six-teamer. Red Sox, Baltimore Orioles, White Sox, Mets, Cubs under, Colorado, Arizona, Diamondbacks first five, also going to – Round robbing it all the way through. So whatever combinations it's gonna be, that's what it's gonna be. You know, it's gonna be a lot of money out there, but I think it comes it comes in. I'm gonna take the Royals, parlay it up with the Guardians and the Braves right out of the gate. Those three. All right, thanks everyone for joining us. Make it a winning day. Got a few days off. We'll still be. I'll still be here in the morning. I don't know what the hell we're going to talk about, but we'll figure something out. Maybe talk some college football, some NFL football, um, other monkey business nonsense. Everyone, welcome to join us. Um, Go through the hurricane schedule and count how many losses they get this year. That's we, what we should do. We can, we can. We can do that. I mean, we have the what the number one recruiting class in the country this year. So uh, we'll see. Let me- 
Super. Let me tell you who's not going to be winning a lot of games, and I think that's my Florida Gators, unfortunately. And oh, don't, don't fall off the bandwagon yet. I'm not, I'm not even a Gator fan to begin with, but I could just tell you the, the feeling in Gainesville is not very good. Well, you got you, you, you do have a Sun Belt head coach, so. Yeah, that's, oh boy. That's always a good sign. And we got Utah in week one. We're going to get killed in our own stadium. I'll tell you, sometimes, sometimes those coaches, bringing in those coaches, believe me, Jimmy Johnson was not a popular hire in Miami. When they brought him in, he was not a popular hire. He was an outsider, and it was, you know, no way. So, I mean, it happened. I don't mind the Napier hire, but we'll have to see. Dennis Erickson, not a popular hire in Miami. Two national championships. I like the basketball hire better than the football hire. Todd Golden. Some guys are better in certain areas of the country. He's a nerd like me. See what happens. Anyways, the Gators are insignificant in college sports. It's a good day. Anyways, thanks, everyone, for joining us. Make it a winning day. We appreciate each and every one of you. And uh, enjoy the all-star break. And uh, like I said, we'll be here still every morning. But, um, yeah, next weekend, same time, same channel.